0: This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about Tess, Lies, and Videotape from Roswell, and the episode I'll Stand By You from Roswell, New Mexico. And I just have to say, I am so glad that Tess is now on canvas and it's clear that she's an alien, so I can be more explicit about that when I'm talking to Patrick, though I did kind of slip up a few times and hint at things that are coming up, but we are in for that show for Roswell. We're in the part of season one where things are just happening fast and furious. We're about to get to some serious mythology stuff. Um, and It's kind of a contrast because I feel like Roswell, New Mexico is like taking a breath and kind of working through things. And it's just wild. Um, honestly, I'm glad both shows are not firing on, like super fast on plot because my brain may explode. Quarantine is hard, guys, um, but I hope you're doing well. And uh, you enjoy these episodes. And then, of course, listening to Patrick and I try to break them down. After the video camera was discovered, who rigged it for Michael's use?
1: Remote video camera enthusiast, Alex. When Liz went to plant the camera, where did the group set up a stakeout?
0: A nearby warehouse that Alex picked out. Where did Liz first hide the camera?
1: In a, it was described, and I'm not going to have the details, but in a statue, uh, a little statue that's on top of the piano. Where did Liz ultimately hide the camera?
0: In one of those bowls that are like with marbles, but they're flat marbles on one side that are for decorative purposes only. Mm -hmm. What suspicious thing did they see through the camera?
1: (laughs) Would you say that this is suspicious or I mean like Tess doing magic basically? (laughs) I mean, yes. (laughs) Is that suspicious? (laughs) is suspicious the word we want to use for the the least
0: suspicious thing that she does in the episode i mean she's acting suspicious very much with every time she's with uh mr harding yes her dad she's acting like nefarious (laughs) plans are in her mind she's like (laughs) posing half in the shadows but you're right when she just uses alien magic to fix a thing
1: Right. It's That's not pretty that, normal. It's not that suspicious. It's just outright doing a thing that confirms what we assume, that there's more to her than meets the eye.
0: Yes. Now, did you, because we hadn't talked about this, and I didn't know what you knew about Tess before we started watching the show.
1: Uh, so, like. I mean- I, I did not know Tess existed as a character before last okay. week. And then after we watched that episode and you referred to her as Tess. Um, in fact, maybe we even talked about it a little bit on the show that you were like, cause surprise she's coming back. Um, yes, uh, I did say that. Yeah. I'm very well, witty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it is, uh, that is just good news for me because I like Emily DeRaven a lot. Um, So I'm I'm into it. I'm into seeing her on the show. I'm into her being like a cool, sexy part of the show. I'm also Mm -hmm. into her being like an alien on the show. Like this is all these are all boxes checked for me, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yes. I am glad that you aren't like, God damn it, I don't want (laughs) another alien. Um, because that would be a bummer.
1: More aliens. Uh, Come on. (laughs) All right, fine. You'll get your wish.
0: Um It's weird that, and I. it's not clear because sometimes when we've seen the flashes, later Max seems able to parse the images and discuss them with another person. Like sometimes they seem like lucid dreams to him. And if that was true in this case, part of those lucid dreams would be a pod that is the same thing that he was born in and that he and his siblings emerged from.
1: So are are you... But he
0: doesn't seem to make that connection.
1: He's not not engaged in it in the same way that he is in previous Yeah. So are you suggesting uh, that maybe these visions uh, are... They're different in some way. Are they hampered by his insane sexual attraction to Tess?
0: These are the questions, right? These are kind of, we are now in where the Max Liz ship gets more complicated.
2: All right.
0: Because that's kind of the big question right now is like, because he's clearly attracted to her Mm -hmm. and he is fantasizing about her and he is unable to con you know he's he's definitely like distracted by her
1: right well but there's this in in, in the actual episode uh not just uh not unable to like be distracted by her but like actually makes out with her like he kisses her
0: oh yeah he does yeah all right maybe we should go chronological but everything kind of it hinges on the fact Tess is an alien. I think to me, like yes, yes, you can't really. Nothing else kind of matters in this episode. Well, that, uh, I mean, that it's Tess is
1: an alien, toilet. right? That Tess is an alien, and that her dad is uh, up to something.
0: Well, yeah, he's got army guys coming in the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's weird as hell. So weird, and he does not seem suspicious of his daughter in any way. No. Or of Tess in any way. Like, he is, I mean, he's weird. He's very weird.
2: He's, not, he's, he's not definitely like, a weirdo,
1: yeah.
0: It's not, but it's not like you're, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's still a question mark in this episode.
1: Oh, totally, of- totally. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the, I mean, well, there's obviously, like, mystery around both of them. Um, Mm -hmm. and the way that you said his daughter, I mean, Tess, uh, leads me to believe that Tess isn't actually his daughter. So you're, you're giving things away. (laughs) I
0: guess I am. But, and again, and maybe it wouldn't, to me, when we see the pod with her in it, Mm -hmm. at least tells us that she was in a pod. Yeah. Or we see a little blonde girl. We don't know, I guess that it's Tess, but when... Max is getting flashes from Tess, I think when they're kissing, but it could have been from another time he got flashes from her. But he sees her, he sees a little blonde girl in a pod. Right. So I guess that's why I'm like, I... the implication is that she was in a pod. So I guess yeah. you still have parents, even though you were in a pod, but right. they, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot. Okay, so we now have the four aliens. Yes. Um, but we also have three humans. How's mm. this going to work out? It's crazy.
1: Look, with everyone so nicely paired off prior to this, uh, it was inevitable we'd get to a point where someone would have to come in and like mess it up, right?
0: Yes. I mean, I for a good drama i guess i mean i do think it it like i said this is the first like complication of the liz max romeo and juliet story that they're telling themselves about each other yeah because he like you said he straight up makes out with this other girl
1: Here's okay, here's I I uh, I'll put the the brakes on that for a second just cuz I I would like to register a complaint. Um I'd love he, to hear it. He so he does make out with her eventually in the rain and like mm-hmm. you know that's <clears throat> that's a, a fun scene whatever. Um but mm-hmm. earlier earlier in the episode when he gets assigned to be Tess's uh lab partner in Uh, chemistry class yeah there's this like extended fantasy scene of him just like planting a big wet one on her and then throwing her down on the table and like basically having sex with her in front of the whole class and then then it cuts to you know uh that's not actually what happened and said his arm is on fire i wish that had just happened like (laughs) if that's what the show was driving to is them making out anyway like let's just it's so crazy and then they would have to like deal with it and Max would get in trouble for making another yeah. girl come during. I know. <laughs> class.
0: That would have been much more interesting. Yeah. I think the show doesn't have the guts to do it. Um because I think the show wants us and I will say with Tess and Max, the show definitely enters like mitigating factors. We're supposed to be torn of what Liz should do. Right. But also he straight up cheated on her and he wasn't (laughs) being honest with her about what was going on. And he like, I feel like the most, the shittiest thing he did in this episode wasn't even when he made out with Tess or yelled at Tess and said, how dare you make me want to make out with you all the time, (laughs) which was kind of uncool. It's when he went to Liz To be like, you are my soulmate. You're the one, Liz. You're the only person who matters to me. When he's in the midst of all this turmoil. How selfish,
1: buddy. Well, and also, like, he actually needs to be a little bit more selfish here, right? He needs to say, like, I am being brainwashed, mind-controlled right now to the point where any time that we're kissing, I have literal visions you know those visions mm-hmm. i get that are like prophetic and uh like tell us things about uh my past and all this stuff i yeah. see tess so like that's not just me being horny that's some alien no. magic happening and we need to protect me against this instead yep. he's he's like not forthcoming with that at all and i don't know if it's because like his visions are too like sexually explicit and that like makes him embarrassed to like admit that that's what he's seeing or what but like he should be trying to seek out help and is instead just kind of like oh yeah this is this is a thing that's like i don't i yeah it's frustrating to watch max in the in these episodes
0: i'm with you i think he it's also because even when he talks to michael about it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: he's like i'm i have fantasies about her but he de- like like you're right. He doesn't say I get flashes of her while I'm kissing Liz. Yes. I literally thought I was making out with her and not Liz for a second because my brain did this flash thing. <laughs> you're right. Instead, he says it in a way that of course Michael's like, "Yeah, dude, people get fantasies." Like figures yeah. sh- like don't worry about it.
1: Like why in mean- the world isn't isn't Max being like, no, 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 right? Yeah, I, I know what that is. We've all experienced that. That's not yeah. what this is. Why doesn't he say that?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but he really doesn't. You're right. He it, and I, I get why he wouldn't want to talk to Isabel about it. Sure, I get why he wouldn't want to talk to Liz about it. Straight up, I mean, I wish he would because she's pretty good. Like, she's pretty smart. She probably would if he had said what was happening. I feel like she would have been like. Oh, there must be some kind of weird alien thing happening.
1: Yeah, but, but I mean, that's that, that is that's also like a, a high school thing. Can you imagine telling someone that you were dating in high school, like about your sexual fantasies about someone else?
0: No, I mean, and not taking it personally. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah. it would be a horrible. It was it would be a bad, bad move. It makes for maybe good television. Yeah. But it would be not good for people's feelings. But it, Liz's feelings get hurt anyway.
2: Yeah. Because
0: he, <laughs> he goes and makes out with with Tess in the rain. Um oh, I mean okay. that really that plot line is really the plot line of the episode. I feel like other stuff is happening, but not like stuff's happening with Valenti.
1: Yes, and with um uh what's her name? Uh uh Julie Benz's character.
0: Yeah, she died. She died. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening there. She burns up in a building.
1: Or so we are told.
0: Yes. But she is presumed dead at
1: least. Um, I wanna go back to this vision uh yes. early in the episode when Max is uh making out with Liz and then he thinks that he's making out with Tess. Um, yes, they do it in like a it's like the back room of um the crash down like the this mm-hmm. uh, storeroom or the break room or something. Yeah. Um, but it's really dark in there. It, it is it is so dark that um, <laughs> obviously the way they filmed it is just Emily raven is making out with him, and then like mm-hmm. she just slides off camera for a second, and Shiri yep. Appleby just like <laughs> slides in.
0: Well, and also I didn't realize how much taller he is than these women.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Usually I don't think of it, but this it made it clear because the camera was able to cut them out and still show all of his torso.
1: <laughs> He's a man with a lot of torso.
0: He's got a lot of it.
1: Um, okay, but yeah, let, let's try let's try and uh track the um the like the everything that's happening in like Bethesda, Maryland and like Valenti's connection to it.
0: Yeah, so Valenti is tr- has ever since the doctor came and said to is a mental patient. He's been trying to talk to that doctor again. He's called him a bunch of times. He keeps calling. And then he calls someone who tells him to turn on the news. Yeah. And he turns on the local Roswell news and they are covering a fire in Bethesda, Maryland at a psychiatric hospital.
1: Some 2000 miles away.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. Like, If, like, NIH caught fire, maybe that would make national news, but there's not a lot of things in Bethesda that are going to make the local news in
1: Roswell, New Mexico. Well, and, like, six people have died in this fire, right? Which is sad. Which is sad, but, like, is it national news? And also, I don't remember what the news was like in the year two. I don't remember what the news was like before September 11th, so... Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean,
0: I grew up in the D.C. area, so where I grew up, that would yeah. absolutely have been on the nightly news. But I'm telling you, the nightly news did not have any stories about fires in New Mexico.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is 100. You know what I mean? Like, true. yeah,
0: I lived in that metro area, so yeah, that that is the kind of news on the metro area. Um, did I ever tell you the story of my brother when he went to the the uh the club? <laughs> okay, so my little brother and my brother was kind of a troublemaker when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. And my and th- at this point, my parents were not living together, so it was like they were divorced, like separated, or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But my brother decided to go to um. Said he was going to go to this under twenty-one, like a club for kids. You know what I mean? Um. They had like under eighteen clubs. Yeah. So it was like a dance club, whatever.
1: Right. So he said he's he was going to go going to the bronze.
0: Yes, he was going right. to. And he said he was going to go to the bronze in Rockville, which is the city I'm from. So he's going to go to the bronze in our suburban town. Yes. Lies. Um, Because there was a big fire and oh, no, I'm sorry. A big riot at the bronze oh, in my town. And my dad saw it on the news came over to my mom's house they're like where's stevie they're calling his cell phone he's not ants or maybe he didn't have a cell phone at that point but like they're trying to get a hold of him they can't you know like they haven't heard from him so my dad's like sitting with my mom and i i wasn't there i was in college but i've heard the story so in my mind they're like sitting next to each other holding hands like so worried about stevie (laughs) yeah they didn't They don't i'm sure they weren't holding hands but in my mind they're like right, right, right. so brought together in this moment of concern for their their only son and it's like 11:30, 30 so it's before curfew and stevie strolls in and he's like he's mm. like hey mom hey dad and they're, they're like are you okay and he's like yeah i'm fine and he's like and they're like and, and then my dad like didn't get it at first and then when i was like how was how was the bronze and she was like yeah it was fine it was kind of lame though i you know i just i came home and i was like it was it was it you didn't have fun and he just (laughs) she just like let him into so many lies until she was like because we saw in the news there was a riot there so i'm surprised that you didn't notice the riot and he was like uh i
1: he was just busted i love this Um, it's such that's such a you move
0: (laughs) i know i learned from the best my mom yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah so my poor
0: brother got completely busted um and but i think he was at like at least in my memory of the story because i was not there but i think he was at like the and I'm, we're calling it the bronze, but I just like saying that. Yeah. He was like the bronze, but in D.C. So he was his oh. lie was only that instead of being in our suburban town, he was in the inner city.
1: <clears throat> Which is a pretty big lie. Like you uh, don't have a car. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: like you're traveling. Um. Uh, yeah they're... now i'm thinking of other other stevie stories that's a whole ne- that's a different podcast but well,
1: uh i'll I'll, yeah. I'll share a uh a little brother story um i love it so uh when my little brother when i was in college um and i guess this would have been jack's senior year in mm-hmm. um high school junior or senior year um he and this girl that like they weren't, they weren't dating, but like, he definitely wanted them to be dating. Yeah. Um, that, uh, she had cooked up this plan to like, go out and visit her dad in Boston or something. And Jack, my brother was like, Mm -hmm. lying to my parents about they were going to come up and see me in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh oh. Um, and, uh, I was like, I don't, this is, this is a bad idea. You shouldn't do this, Jack. Uh, and like. (laughs) He got, uh, they got in the car and started driving, uh, started driving east. This is from Wisconsin to Boston. This is
0: a far, this is a big, this is a big one.
1: This is a big one uh, with just like a straight up lie to my parents about visiting me. Um, Where
0: your parents could check on you much faster than, like, Jack couldn't make it to you. Like, there's no, once no once this is busted, it is so busted
1: yeah exactly there's
0: no recovery i mean i i'm not trying to get ahead of the story i'm just saying like this is a it's a it's a big swing
1: well so this is this is one where i was just like a big lame-o I guess uh and it was yeah. just like i called him and was like uh you should go home now and if you don't go home now uh i'm gonna call mom and tell her that you're not here wow <laughs> i was just like this is stupid you shouldn't do this <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble or hurt or abandoned or something um and yeah, so I just I just uh threatened to rat him out and then he went home.
0: <laughs> has he forgiven you, do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean yeah. also uh you know it has been recognized in the subsequent years that uh Karen was a bad influence on him. <laughs> and so... uh, uh,
0: perfect. <laughs> it was all Karen.
1: Yeah, it was all Karen's fault.
0: Yeah, I was My brother's good about not telling me about horrible things before he did them usually. (laughs) Yeah. So I had that, but I, I covered for him usually.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, you know, I, I have a older sister as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and we usually did a pretty good job of presenting a, a united front against the parents and, um, you know, developing, uh, you know, a, a uniform lie that all three of us would tell them yes. to, you know, cover one person's, you know, whatever behavior. But this one was just too much. Um, no,
0: it was too much. It was dangerous. Much. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, you did the right thing.
1: Yeah. I, uh, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially because ultimately you were able to use your threat and not get your parents involved.
1: That's right. And they did, they didn't find out about this for like, years and years and years like it was a a recent christmas that it came up and jack was like jack was like oh yeah that (laughs) that's oh yeah (laughs) this is something we almost did
0: (laughs) yeah no that's kind of the job of the older sibling
1: you know what is not the job of the older sibling is to break into your your younger siblings apartment and like throw him against the refrigerator and like Yeah, that's got to go. Pick another I'm telling fight. you,
0: his and we get into more of like the show becomes more interested I think in like their the roles of the aliens with each other, their like dynamics. Mhm. So like right now I feel like it's kind of under examined or not it kind of just is, but yeah. they kind of work to label it a little more later it's starting at the end of the season but in the next season but like max certainly is acting like he's the boss of the aliens
1: yes yes he definitely is, or
0: the boss of michael at least well he's like
1: yeah i mean at, at the very least he's like the most special of the aliens right like yeah he's he's the one who like has this like connection to their identity um, that's like triggered by sex or whatever. Yeah, um, and he's, you know, and the the show's treating him that way too, because like he's also the one that is like the subject of all the pictures in mm-hmm. um Tess's dad's uh mystery box, just labeled photos. Um
0: Which that's so weird. If you had creepy surveillance photos yeah. of a teenage boy in your town,
1: I would well, not hi- be hypothetically, able to us- hypothetically he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know, I don't know. My eyes dart to a big box
1: labeled <laughs> photos in my apartment. I go to pick them up and you're like, no, no, no don't touch those. Don't touch, I mean, big... you're my guest.
0: I, yeah. I. Sometimes I wonder if Tess
1: <laughs> was
0: trying to signal to people what she was.
1: Yeah, she's trying to get caught.
0: I mean, she she's clearly sending some signals Max's way because if she weren't I mean, because she straight up tells Isabel she's interested in him, and then the whole scene in the rain is, like... I know that clearly there's alien stuff in the mix, but, like... She really should be grossed out by him. (laughs) Because he's, like, yelling at her, like, yelling at her for him being attracted to her. Yeah. And... I do like when he's like, I love Liz. And she's like, I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good response. I'm sure that's
2: true.
1: (laughs) The way she plays that whole scene is great. She's just like, I I didn't plan anything.
0: No, what are you talking about? It's just raining, and I look very cute in rain. (laughs) Sue me. Um,
1: There's only really one time in this episode where she doesn't look cute, and it is as she's being held by her father.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so Liz... Okay, so we kind of got into... I feel like the questions told the whole plot of the episode.
1: Yeah, they did. (laughs)
0: Uh, But Liz has been nominated by Maria and this is the first time I think that explicitly Maria has said to Michael like we investigate together we're a team and (laughs) Michael Michael is not on that tip at all except that Maria keeps showing up Maria shows up and has good ideas and so he'll like go with her ideas but it's very cute how she's like yeah we investigate together we're Cagney and Lacey no she doesn't say that but it's very like
1: right she she, she knows with him. she knows what tv show she's on
0: yeah and she knows her role on the tv show yeah. investigate with michael yeah um he does not he thinks he's still on the michael show but sorry bud it's michael and maria forever um but so so it's maria's idea but liz is drafted to deliver the camera uh
2: yeah
1: which and she so, does a pretty good job of at least like in in the first part, right like um she uh she goes in, she's talking to Tess, she uh has that very like diplomatic like hey, I don't know how we move mm-hmm. forward from this, but like we just need to start talking about it, and yep. you know like all of it feels like very like kind of real and like a, an emotionally mature place to start it from, and then like perfect way to get her out of the room for an extended amount of time when she's offered a drink, says, I'd love a cup of tea. I know. So smart. You got to dig out the kettle. You got to figure out, like, do we have honey? Uh, Where Mm -hmm. did I put those tea bags? Oh, no, we only have loose tea. Where's the tea ball? Do we have those reusable bags? Like, it's a whole process. It's great. She's got 15 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and but they probably only have a
0: product. fancy antique tea set. Because everything true. in the house is antiques.
1: That's right. This so sculpture. yeah, so
0: Liz is very smart. Though she does knock over the... She knocks over the antique that ha- has the video camera in it and smashes well, it everywhere.
1: I mean, she does that, but uh, that's that's like her second fuck-up. The first fuck-up is that she starts rifling through the box... Uh, labeled photos, sees a picture of Max, and then keeps looking.
0: I know she looks what for is a she long time. Doing? She's trying, maybe she's trying to see if there's like a great picture she should take home in there. It's <laughs> so, like he's cute, but he could look cuter.
1: Or if yeah, there are like she's... little hearts already on there.
0: Yes. Well, and what she has forgotten, which none of us, I think, have forgotten, is that Tess does not live alone.
1: Mm, yes.
0: And that's when mr harding comes
1: downstairs
0: i don't think we get his first name in this episode
2: uh, i think
1: it's I'm, ed but uh, yeah, i don't it, think it is. we know that okay it's ed and i know that because i i brought up the uh roswell wiki um, page Be careful um, no no, no oh. i'm 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 being okay ho- it's, it, it's okay <laughs> it's all right
0: <laughs> no you don't believe in spoilers but i, I still not. like surprises for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, the ep- episode summaries I just wanted to make sure that we weren't going to like miss anything um, And the, the episode summaries Are very good at presenting Everything from what I perceive To be the perspective of the person Who just watched this episode and has not Watched Yes,
0: yes. But the point is he's creepy
1: Yeah he's a creep man He wears a black sh- Button down shirt buttoned all the way to the top All the way All the way Which, when
0: Alex does it, it seems cool, but not when he does it.
1: I will agree with that 100%. It does seem cool when Alex does it.
0: (laughs) Alex is, like, really into spy cams.
1: I loved it when he had that that little, like, clamshell monitor thing. Like, that is so sweet. And so, like, I just, I wish I had one. I don't know what I would watch on it, (laughs) but I want it.
0: Did you ever have a, a Watchman? Did you know about these?
1: Is, the little
0: is, like is that a a Sony like TVs? portable TV?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that no. Would get stuff from the air.
1: So my buddy Pete had. Okay, hold on. I got. I, I I think this is all correct. The um, no, it wasn't. I was gonna say it was the the Neo Geo Pocket, but it wasn't. It was the Sega Game Gear, right? Mm-hmm. You remember uh, Game Gear was it was Sega's um handheld console their answer to the to the Game Boy and it was in color and it was backlit and it was huge mm-hmm. and fat um <clears throat> and it also had a TV attachment so you could like slap Ooh. a thing to the side of it that is you know almost bigger than the than the Game Gear itself that had an antenna that like you know telescoped out of it um and then you could like dial in local TV channels um and I remember coveting that thing so bad but I had no pieces of it I didn't have the game gear I didn't have the TV (laughs) tuner um, but yeah just the idea of having a little portable TV like that ugh
0: yeah we had one it was
1: great we
0: we took it camping I remember once and it's a real memory so it must have happened but it's bizarre that it happened because we used (laughs) to road trip a lot Um, Mm -hmm. like that's how we vacationed whatever um and on one of our road trips, I remember being in the way back of the station wagon. And somehow like in the middle of nowhere, it's probably Kansas or something. Kansas is very flat and very If you ever drive through America, you'll spend half the time in Kansas. It just yeah. is a really long. Even though Texas probably you probably also spend half your time in Texas, but for some reason Kansas just I think it's cuz it's flat. You're just Yeah. Yeah. It goes on forever. So we're in one of these kind of places where I went on forever. And I somehow was able to watch an entire episode of Saved by the Bell in the backseat of the car. How did I keep signal? I don't know.
1: That's incredible. Further incredible that it is a memory that you still have.
0: <laughs> Forever I'll have this memory. It was a magic day. And it was the episode. It was the wrapping um, Snow White and the Seven Dorks episode. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah. Where
0: Jesse and Zach kiss each other. And then they have to kiss each other again to make sure they didn't really feel anything. But guess what? That's the kiss. That. Kel- that jesse i'm sorry that kelly and slater see so then they have to deal with that
1: it's like the same plot as this episode
0: it kind of kind of except i mean yeah jesse has curly hair so this <laughs> test zach and kelly same. are put forward as soulmates yeah so are Maximus. slater
1: um, is an alien it all lines up
0: it, it's perfect um yeah it's Anyway, that was one of my big memories. Watchmen was really I it, I it would be very clunky to have one now. Um
1: and it wouldn't make any sense.
0: It would, uh, yeah, I don't even know. You can't I don't think Antennas work the same way anymore.
1: Well, actually, that's a great question because we have uh an antenna uh for our TV cuz we don't, you know, we don't have cable mm-hmm. or anything. Um right. but we do have an antenna that we use to watch mostly Jeopardy, but also <laughs> 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 but also like award shows uh you know yeah, that yeah. Uh, Sarah likes to watch those so we'll um we'll tune in in for those um but it's just like a regular antenna like it's a digital antenna of course but like it still has like the telescoping like things um and that just connects right to the TV through like a coaxial uh cable input i think unless it's HDMI i think it's coax um oh. but like is there a uh tuner like that that you can get for your phone could could we be watching like over the air t v on our phones right now, and we're not for some reason
0: we it feels like we should be able to, but also on our phones we can watch millions of hours of content
1: I understand <laughs> it's really the the novelty of I'm saying without using data without uh Without being on Wi-Fi, I
0: don't think we have the. I don't think our screen, because your TV is not a computer; it's not a monitor.
1: My TV, like I think your TV
0: has physical components that translate coaxial to image, whereas I don't think your phone has the physical components to translate that input.
1: But if the, well, right, I can't just, like, jam the coax cable into the bottom of my phone and it will display an well, image. Well, I guess but, I'm
0: saying that, like, there's no root. Ru- the, Apple has not left extra room for more physical components to do what you're talking about.
1: And I'm saying Dude, that could be I don't think anyone in. else has ever asked for it. <laughs> that could be in the antenna. I'm going to look it up.
0: <laughs> Go for it, buddy. I th- I,
1: I, do you want one If I if I find it?
0: No i think i'm good i need to get one of those for actually for my tv because i do not have one so like we watch this uh roswell new mexico on the cw app because we have to yes we used to watch it on cable when i had cable um all right i'm trying to think if there's anything else i want to make sure we talked about how creepy tess's dad is Mm -hmm, got it talked about how max is kind of a jerk oh Michael eating cereal is one of the saddest looking things in the world. I think mm-hmm. partially because of how it's lit. His his apartment is not looking
1: cozy. No, it is not. It has got a lot of posters up. He's got he a lot of posters.
2: posters. Hmm.
1: Um. But yeah, the uh, the tiny TV sitting on the uh, kitchen counter where he's also no. sitting and eating cereal, and there's a. Open bottle of hot sauce next to him. Like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening?
0: Well, you know, hot sauce is an alien thing.
1: I know, I know. But it it's like still...
0: really sweet and really spicy. And I don't know if you noticed. Last week, Tess talked about how she loves when things are really spicy and really sweet.
1: She, I, yeah, you're right. I had not noticed that, but that I remember that you
0: that missed one. it. I did. So did Isabel.
1: Mm, Isabel, come on yeah
0: i i'm glad we've got tess on the board i feel like it mixes things up in a fun way we yeah. also got a blink and you miss it uh kyle scene he was watching <laughs> sports and then his dad changed the channel that
1: was his whole, whole part That's true. he was a he was a prop in uh sheriff <laughs> valenti's story
0: 100 <laughs> percent. still love kyle but he did not do anything in this episode he gets kyle. more to do next episode um all right cool all right are you ready to watch uh, Roswell, New Mexico?
1: I am absolutely ready to watch Roswell, New Mexico.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: Okay, so what? What?
0: So it looks like we are now geared up to a for a Max Isabel brawl.
1: Which, I don't know. Do you... Do you find that an exciting prospect?
0: Not really. (laughs) But I also, I don't fully, I guess the things, when we, when we didn't know what Max was thinking, Mm -hmm. when he was coming to Rose and saying, just like, let me die. I think I felt urgency then and how easily he was essentially overruled by all these people. Yeah. Like Liz doesn't even hesitate when she knows Max is saying, I want to die.
1: And and like he convinces Rosa to like go and stop them and like it, that's all poised to be like a cool dramatic moment. And then she like, just encourages them to like zap him again. And then like, maybe also zaps him herself.
0: Oh, I think she a hundred percent. She, him herself. that she,
1: that she does that zapping, but like what, what? I don't, I don't know. I,
0: here's the thing. Yeah. I wasn't sh- Okay. So she comes in to stop them. I couldn't tell if she was stopping them.
1: Mm, like if somehow she was,
0: but I don't <laughs> think the sh- if the show, if that's true, the show didn't tell us that. But I thought that's might be what we were watching, which would be pretty cold from Rosa to do. But also, I think it would have I I'd be down with it, especially if when she sees how sad her little sister is, she. You know, in that moment, she'd do anything to take Liz's pain away, which I'm so I don't have a problem with Rosa changing, doing that for Liz, because she cares way more about Liz than she does about Max anyway.
1: Sure, but I mean, like, she also understands that, like, Max is going to hurt someone if he comes back, which also, I don't totally know if I understand, like, what the show's logic is here. He took in a lot of negative energy, right? When that's what
0: they're saying.
1: When he revived Rosa.
0: Like, yeah, like he, or when he's been living in that shell, because it was a broken shell anyway.
1: Yeah. So, so
0: he's like, yeah. in no, but, but Rosa was in that shell and seemed to come out completely the same person that she was when she went in.
1: Right. Well, and is it it's like, so, but the, the negative energy is going to make him like evil Max or like, that's
0: what he's saying.
1: Or she's going to make him like discharge some kind of energy.
0: It feels like discharge. Some kind of energy is where they're going now. And that feels like a cop out. Cause like, they could just take him to the middle of a field, he could discharge some energy into the air and someone would think it was dry lightning.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess guess my problem with what's happening right now is that it is too abstract. Like, the idea that he absorbed negative energy and that's going to make him hurt the people he loves is all... uh, And I understand that we're talking about a TV show... About aliens but this part right here is too unmoored from reality or what i understand of consequences for me to like invest in it does that make sense
0: it totally does i think for me i'm having trouble emotionally connecting to the things the show is the story the show is telling me Mm -hmm. on this and i think when it was max urgently saying your sister doesn't want to let me die, but you need to do this. I know it's going to hurt her, but the thing that's important, like that urgency. Yeah. I think, yeah, once we know what his reason is the urge, it's no longer a compelling thing. And again, Liz does not give a fuck that Max is saying, don't do this.
1: Yeah. Which is weird.
0: It's very weird.
1: So speaking of uh, characters not giving a fuck about something they clearly should give a fuck about, <laughs> I cannot, cannot get behind Isabel being like, sorry, Rosa, I just got to knock you the fuck out with a so giant weird. book. It's so weird. Um, You know, we were talking as the episode was going and that it like knocking someone out with, you know, blunt trauma to the head mm-hmm. is such like a, a TV move that like, yes, if, it were to happen in real life. Like, can you imagine if, like, if I was like, oh, yeah, so Colin was over the other day and he needed me to be knocked out for a little bit, so he hit me on the head? Like, what the fuck?
0: Well, you're saying I can imagine it, but it would be the end of our friendship. Yeah, with totally. Colin. Totally. I mean, thank you for having it be Colin and not one of us who (laughs) did this. But like, yeah, no, that would be, it would be like, do you remember we had that friend for a long time and then he assaulted one of us? Yeah. That would be, it would just be the end, which I don't mind people doing unforgivable things on television. I think with Isabel, I was totally on board with Isabel at the beginning of this season. Mm -hmm. Like, her being like dynasty outfit at the funeral and like her whole thing i was into it i was into it you know her you know her anxiety about her pregnancy all of it i was like i've been completely with isabel i think isabel and i are not i'm not getting her right now
1: no there's a lot of her to not get because, like, the anxiety about the pregnancy, great. The anxiety about, like, how do I take care of this, great. Her actually going through with it by just straight poisoning herself, um, not great. Um,
0: yeah, again, as you know, I think she should have turkey basted herself.
1: At, at the very least. It would have
0: made more sense than drinking it. Those are two different systems of your body, but okay.
1: And also you have a doctor friend who has been studying alien physiology, who is also a yeah. woman. Go to Liz, um, get her to help you. Uh, but like there's that there's, uh, brainwashing, um, Liz, Liz and Rosa's father. And mm-hmm. there's this thing now where she's assaulting Rosa so that she can go into her dreams. She who
0: has magic brain powers. I mean it still would have been a violation to do it.
1: But, but it I wouldn't have been violent at least if she just gone Bobby in there.
0: The head. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like just get in there and mantis him and make him fall asleep. Boom. Boom.
0: Um, yeah, I think it it was it's weird. But then honestly, when we see her at the end of the episode, like she's sorta of dressed like Buffy, but she's also sorta of dressed like a villain from Buffy. you know like she's Mm -hmm. kind of both so maybe i i don't know maybe we're supposed to like uh,
1: see her as this rising villain well the thing is the show is also casting max as like a rising villain as well and they're just gonna it looks like it's just pitting the two of them against each other
0: right and we and so i already am very skeptical that she can fight him he can harness lightning yeah he we've can seen her explode beer bottles <laughs> and like manipulate people mentally sure mm-hmm. like we could find out in the next episode that he was never at the place where he thinks he is and he's been in one of her dream weaver things this whole time
1: sure that would and be that fun. could
0: and, and you know what i mean like yeah. she does have powers but they're not fighting powers and we haven't seen her train on the scale to fight max like if she was mm -hmm. like i need if if maria was like these ruffians keep coming into my bar i need someone to fight them and isabel fought them i'd be like okay she's on that level she can fight strong humans
1: right but i I mean the the idea that uh, she would be like trapping max in some kind of like psychic prison you know like um uh yeah, professor xavier style or something yeah. like that's that's cool and is sort of in line with what we have seen but like she oh the the very end of this episode is very weird right because they it, 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 they save max it cuts to black we hear like the beep of his heartbeat and then like yep. he's in a coma uh and then there's like that little Chiron three weeks later and then she lies to him about how much time it's been as like a joke um yeah and then before she can clarify that she's joking, he's like they go into like villain Dragon Ball Z showdown mode. Um, and it's just like if she is trying to uh like obscure the reality of the situation that he's in, but starts with like a joke lie about it having been 12 years like I don't know. There yeah. there, there are too many layers for that to like I, I don't, I don't well, think the situation they're in.
0: Well, and I think she is, at least because then she's like, if you're not the real Max, like so. I think she also was trying to test. Mm. His, I think her little joke was her trying to test: is this my brother that i my old brother, or is he changed?
1: But uh, what I mean, who can? Okay, you were just in a coma. You were dead for a while. You were semi-aware. Uh, then you begged
0: everyone to kill me
1: begged everyone to kill you and then you're in a coma for three weeks and i can only assume that comas operate by different rules than uh alien egg hibernation death right and that you aren't able to communicate with people while you're in your coma you wake up and the first thing you hear is someone you love and trust someone who is defined themselves as your person tell you it's been 12 years do you think that's a joke
0: no, but she said the Taylor Swift thing. I mean, I think within once she said it, and then she made it. Then she she it was pretty. By the time she finished her sentence, it was a joke. Uh, no one thinks Taylor Swift is not going to be president in twelve years if she 12, had said come on. <laughs> but like I I I don't know. I think she was trying to be cute, and he reacted. I guess now I'm really hoping he is in a psychic prison because also there were so many weapons around if he, cause he could still kill himself.
2: Yeah. He doesn't I, seem to be interested so in that. I'm hoping he's in
0: a rubber room that's a, and it, in reality and it's a psychic prison. That's, I guess, my hope right now. Cause I don't want to see these two people fight because either it's going to be completely outmatched or. Isabel's gonna all of a sudden have all kinds of powers we've never seen her possess
1: right and maybe she developed those powers in the three weeks the show was like we're gonna skip some time here um
0: yeah whereas mike max we've seen him like he blew out all of the power grid of the entire town several months before he harnessed lightning and killed and sh- and took his true power Right. Like we've seen signs of great power in him of this kind. Whereas Isabel's, she's got the mind thing. She's a psychic, but we haven't seen her. And we've seen her like she like exploded some stuff.
1: Well, so let me ask you this, (sighs) Um, like halfway through the episode, we were like, okay, there needs to be some kind of like payoff in this episode Um, because we spend so much time in flashbacks or in. Um, like memories, or not, not mm-hmm. memories. Uh, but like inside, um, Rosa slash yeah, uh, Max's head. Um, that like the show is just sort of stagnating in the moment before a thing happens. Do you feel like what we got at the end of this episode was enough of a payoff or enough of an action to justify the sort of like stagnation for this episode?
0: No, but I'm more than last, last week as you know i was yeah. not loving moment to moment i think there were a there were a handful of moments and things in this that i liked enough that i hope the payoff comes soon yeah. i don't want a reset episode i'm not interested in max exploding some shit isabel protecting him and then the two, and then everybody's back to normal i don't right i uh, if it will feel like there were no consequences to this huge thing they did at the end of last season, but we could be gearing up to something. And the show is the kind of show that's not going to tell us. Usually it doesn't say this is what's going to happen. And then that exactly yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay. With, like we ended this episode that the, like the next episode is going to be a battle between Isabel and Max. I, I think the show's going to subvert some expectations on that. So it could pay off. I liked the Max and Michael stuff, because that's the other thing. That was the core of the episode. Mm -hmm. But then the show should have ended with Max and Michael fighting.
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely. the whole show
0: is about Max and Michael's relationship on some level. And it does have the cathartic moment of Michael being like, you know, this is me having my hero. Let me have my hero moment. Come back. Like, you know, I built you this pacemaker. You've always, I've tried to push you away your whole, my whole life, but you've always been there for me. You're, you know, you yeah. are one of my, I'm your, you know, we, we're family.
1: Yeah. So and I, that's, I
0: appreciate that.
1: Right. Um, I do wish that scene hadn't been underscored by a pop song. Um, yeah. There, there, there were some music choices in this episode I didn't love. Um, that we're, it, it's doing that like kind of Grey's Anatomy thing of like playing a pop song with lyrics under a scene where people are talking to each other, yeah. um, which is just I, I like, I don't know if there's something wrong with me <laughs> or what, but like I have just such a hard time parsing out uh, like different bits of like a singer and a speaker at the yeah. same time. Um, like I just have a hard time separating them and it makes the whole thing feel... Uh, like artificial and weird.
0: I don't mind it, but also I've watched hundreds of hours of Grey's Anatomy. Sure, at this point, so like show's been on for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of that show. Yeah, so to me, I I think I did have to learn that to uh, not be bothered by it, but I have.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
0: what bugged me is that they, and I get it, but the song that is playing when Isabel and Max have like their big moment before Max might die is the first song that Liz and Max dance to at their car, at his car. It's that bright eyes song. Um, First day of my life. I think it's called, but like it's uh, Liz and Max's like first dance song from when they were in high school and they had beers and thought about the future. So it also it was giving me cognitive dissonance of like, are you confused of who you're talking to? Are you trying to have a reverie of your? Are you you know is she the last? I it it didn't work for me. Yeah. Like I get it, I guess. Like you know text textually, you're telling me that he's thinking of Liz in his final moments, or this like moment he had with Liz. But like what I'm watching is you saying goodbye to your sister.
1: Right, which is a different vibe, a different storyline entirely.
0: Yeah, so that was causing more cognitive dissonance for me than the lyrics, the pop song part. Yeah, yeah. But (sighs) unless Um, I'm wrong, I think that's the Bright Eyes song that it was playing. This is a different Bright Eyes song, but still it was (laughs) enough that I was like, no, this is, I've heard that I.
1: I mean, unless it, unless you're doing, like, a bright-eyes show, you should really limit the number of bright-eyes songs I you're think putting. so.
0: <laughs> right? One a season. One? Um, that's enough. No, I think, yeah. I,
1: yeah like I, I said, don't, I think
0: the, the Michael max stuff was mm-hmm. interesting to me.
1: The Michael Max stuff is interesting to me, too. I feel like it is uh, dulled a little bit by um the flashbacks um that that we get in this episode, which are, you know, that we get like I really liked the flashback to the the like little kid versions of yes, the that was aliens. the best one, I think. That was the best one, partially because they just cast little kid actors to yeah. uh be them. Um and didn't try to like CG some wrinkles off their faces. Um but uh yeah like the the other the other like bits of flashback, I don't know that I got anything out of them. And especially like the uh the Michael Alex scene where they just like on the back of the truck.
0: How they broke up more. I mean, I get I think it probably and I I think because we've watched them break up so many times consecutively, <laughs> my shipper ardor is like kind of banked on them. Yeah. Like yeah, I like sure. them, I do ship them, I do like them together, but I'm not like ooh, can we get another scene of them together? Like, I, I'm not feeling that right now on this yeah, show yeah. with them. But, like, I'm sure that there are people who are so psyched, and you said it, like, that there's a makeout scene with the two of them. We haven't right. seen them make out in a long time. This is a time when they, you know, were love, you know, loving toward each other. I guess it felt like it was filling in blanks that I wasn't that, like, for me, from the time where Alex's dad smashed Michael's hand to smithereens, You didn't really have to. And then that same night, Michael had to burn several dead bodies to cover up murders of his sister. I didn't really. I wasn't like, yeah. why didn't those two crazy kids work it out?
2: Yeah. Like like I knew Michael was
0: fucking damaged. (laughs) It's bad. And so I wasn't for me, that was not Mm. a hole in the history that I was like, I got to know how their relationship dissolved. Cause I was like, I get it. Like, I mean, he got assaulted physically and then emotionally in the same night. And Alex was always like interested in rules and conformity and wanting, you know, like the fact that Alex became a soldier told me everything I needed to know about what Alex was doing the three months before he became a soldier.
1: Yeah, Totally.
0: But, anyway, I mean, but that's me. I mean, maybe there are other like fans of those characters or that pairing that was like, I need to know what happened that summer.
1: Yeah, I but mean it, it wasn't yeah, filling
0: yeah. in a blank for me. It was like, oh yeah, I get it.
1: I mean, I wonder if it's uh it like in, in some ways with like the the flashbacks, this felt a little bit like the lost episode Greatest Hits, which is um uh like as Charlie thinks he's uh you know swimming into the uh, looking glass station where he assumes mm-hmm. He's going to meet his his death because uh, Desmond has been telling him you're going to die um, <laughs> Thanks and- Desmond <laughs> yeah, You're going to die no matter what I do You're going to die um, And uh, Charlie's You know the, the way Lost is structured Obviously is that it's it's one character You keep going back to a, a point In their life and like you get sort of One story in the past off the island And one mm-hmm. story on the island But this was just Charlie writing down His like top five memories Um, and uh one of those memories is uh meeting claire it's something that happens on the island Mm -hmm. um and then the other four are just like points in charlie's life that were meaningful to him and we see those four moments uh and you know it that feels like a very uh like complete sort of character sketch of this guy before we're like going to send him off to his doom which is like I don't know. That's, uh, it, first of all, it, it requires that we've been in love with that character for three years of yeah. you know, 24 episode seasons. Um, and like, it felt to me like that was the kind of structure that all Stand By You was trying to like lean into. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I'm sure it's different for other people, but like, I just don't have that kind of affection built up for Michael yet.
0: Yeah, and I, do, I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't want to just see, there are, like, a, the first flashback
2: mm-hmm.
0: is filling in a blank for me that informs the present, it informs everything I know about the characters, Yeah, it informs the dynamic of three of the core characters in the show,
2: Yeah. All well, of it's, it. it, from, it's like, nice.
0: from Michael pushing yeah. him away, Max saying, I'm going to go sit at the diner every fucking day until you, yeah. you know, if you ever want to be my friend isabel kind of like not really knowing what to do between these (laughs) two guys because she's like loyal to both of them but like you know she's gonna stick with max then leaving the food the whole thing michael be like i don't want your charity the whole thing like informs something i care a dynamic i care about
1: yeah like that 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 scene is a good example of doing the same sort of thing that greatest hits is doing
0: yes yes whereas the scene yeah, Michael and and Alex in the back of a truck, not as much. Honestly, even Michael and and uh Max in the diner when they're teenager or when they're post high school talking about like their plans and Michael's mad cuz Max got him a job. I, I yeah. really yeah. I was prepared for, it, and I know sometimes I get ahead of myself when I'm watching television, which is my own fault because <laughs> TV doesn't owe me the story I write in my mind. Right. I was ready for the end of this episode to be Max sitting alone at the diner, staring out the window, and Michael like coming in, and then just d- them just like quietly drinking milkshakes together. That's what <laughs> I was like. That was the set. The like emotional yeah. thing I wanted was like. Michael accepting Max's love, Max showing that he always shows up for, for Michael, and yeah. them having that moment, you know, back in time, you know, when they were right. 12. That wasn't what the show wanted to do, and that's okay. The show doesn't owe <laughs> me my fantasy.
1: But I think the show does owe you something that is, like, emotionally satisfying, which I think and, yeah. we're, we're both struggling with a little bit right now.
0: And I do think, but, and that's why I feel like when this is an arc, like when we get Mm, another mm -hmm. few episodes, maybe it'll be worth, because I don't dislike the scene where Michael is talking to Max in a coma. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't, it's not the end of the story that felt like it was started. Versus Uh, like the, (laughs) yeah, versus the Maria even though she has like the dumbest plotline in the world she steals her mom's <laughs> laptop yes she breaks in she gets a code breaker her friend Alex to break into it and then when she finds out that her mother had deleted her search history she decides she doesn't want to pry
1: yeah i mean that's that's weirdly hypocritical that not even hypocritical just like she has a change of heart from like I'm going to find out, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, break her privacy in order to uh, figure out where she is and then be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to violate But it's
0: sort of like you decide to read someone's diary right? and then when you find it, it has a lock on it. So you're like, oh, well, if they put a lock on it, they don't want me to read their diary.
2: Yeah, it's why a diary. It be, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, why would it be appropriate to look at her search, his, her, her uh, browser history if she hadn't deleted it? That's just as much of snooping.
1: Yeah. Have I told you about this? There was a time at my uh, at my previous job where um, there was a computer station that was set up in, like, a spare office that my boss had been using for a while. And then he mm-hmm. stopped using that computer. Um, and, like, I forget, like, what he was working on for a while. I mean, he was on vacation for a little bit. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, when he came back, he couldn't remember his password. Um Okay. And it's a small office, so we don't have like any i t people or whatever um and he was like i don't know I don't know my password how to like log into the computer um so like I just can't use it we don't we don't have like any recovery." uh we we have no method by which to like legitimately uh get you know like get oh in through, through the back end so uh i was like okay well let me <laughs> let me go to youtube and see if there's an- anything yeah. here and sure enough all i had to do was go to some uh uh russian hackers youtube page right. and uh watch one video on how to get into a computer where you don't have the password uh, and it was super easy and it took me like 10 minutes to do um, mm-hmm. from starting the search to actually executing on it. So my point is, you don't need someone with military training to break into a computer oh, when you don't have she the password. Wanted,
0: I, <laughs> yes. But I think she was there, and maybe that's what it is. The laptop was always an excuse. Yeah, She wanted to see her friend, and she kind of wanted to apologize to him or make amends with him.
1: Yeah, she definitely wanted to make amends like using the which is weird because everyone owes her an apology, right?
0: Except for maybe Alex.
1: Except for maybe Alex.
0: Maybe. I mean, he did know about aliens and not tell her, but like, that's, it wasn't his secret.
1: No, that's true.
0: Um, And part of the secret was like his work secret. Right. So I feel like Alex is the least to apologize to her. Except, but, yeah. No, hopefully she'll get some apologies.
1: <laughs> I hope so. She was barely in this episode.
0: She was, but i I felt like the two scenes that she was in made an arc that I found that's the satisfying thing, like I was like, yeah, yeah, her showing up for Liz when she knows Liz is in trouble when Liz is having an emotional time and sitting with her and holding her hand is she's showed up as a friend, yeah, even though she's still hurt, like that's great. Um, and Kyle and and Alex sitting there drinking whiskey or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's <sighs> poor Kyle. Um, yeah. I hadn't really stopped to think about like uh what he's and the show. Uh, you know, obviously at this point isn't really uh showing us what he's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's kind of resigned himself to you know do this to help Liz even though it means like pushing her further away from him kind of forever.
0: Yep.
2: Oh Kyle.
0: Yeah, Kyle, but I mean, I mean he has a love interest on the show now.
1: I I mean that's it, gotta uh, be what that
0: girl is for. I
1: don't I don't know what that girl is for. I mean Although,
0: maybe she's a test. Maybe she's a maybe an she's alien. A test. Yeah, maybe. Um I think I read at some point an interview with the showrunner of this, uh, Roswell, New Mexico, saying Tess would never be on the show. There would oh. be no
1: Tess. Oh, but
0: also you kind of have to say it at the beginning because She's you don't be want to
1: surprise, them- right?
0: Yes, exactly. She needs to show up in town and make out with Max. I don't. Yeah, I really. I'm really kind. I feel like the amazing tension that was created by that last minute of the premiere
2: Mm -hmm. of
0: my max saying don't let liz save me i need to die is deflated for me right now
1: yeah yeah that's and it's a shame because it felt like there was such momentum coming out of that first episode oh yeah um and it's like a bummer to realize that that is not uh and maybe it will be by the end, who knows? Um, but it doesn't seem to be like a thesis statement for the whole season so much as it is like just the show shooting its shot all in the first episode.
2: Yeah, I mean, even the <sighs> And I
0: said, I think I said this to you when we were I don't think I mentioned it on here, but like it's pretty anticlimactic for him to come out of the egg and into a coma.
1: yeah yeah why do that why doesn't he come up off the table like shooting lightning why i mean
0: i guess because because isabel needed three weeks
1: but why like she had the previous months and months and months it's been like a year right since like how long has rosa been alive and in hiding
0: uh a few months yeah i feel like it's and I think we'll get, hopefully there'll be twists, there'll be surprises about Isabel. what Isabel's plan is. Because she does say to Liz, I've got a plan. Let me handle that part.
1: Sure, sure.
0: So hopefully there's more tricks up her sleeve. Not just like cool eyeliner and funky hair.
1: <laughs> I do. If If she were holding him in some kind of psychic prison, that could be fun. That could be interesting. Um that that may be what what i'm pulling for right now because i I I really don't i really don't want them to uh you know go super saiyan on each other and and throw lightning bolts at each other for like that doesn't seem that's not what i want from this show
0: well it's definitely not what i want from isabel and max there's no conflict again if it was max and michael fighting it would be the continuation but also an aberration in their whole thing yeah in the, This Max and Michael. Other Max punches Michael all the fucking time. At least one time. But once, <laughs> And we no. don't like it. We don't like it. He also threw him against the refrigerator this week. No, <sighs> we don't like bitch. it. But that Max has never punched. Him. Well, I guess they did have that thing where they aimed guns at each other. But otherwise, <laughs> they, don't, they don't fight. I don't know. I feel like it would have if it was Michael versus Max in the Thunderdome, I think I'd be more excited about that fight especially because michael would fight dirty the whole thing um but yeah i think and maybe liz will liz and max will talk about it soon but like if somebody tells you they don't want to live anymore
1: You got to respect it in in some capacity. Somebody
0: on life support it. I guess not everybody, because yeah, I'm not saying anybody wants to get into suicide, (laughs) give them the thumbs up and tell them to do it. But like,
1: say, see you later.
0: If somebody is dying and says, please let me die, I don't want you to do any heroic life saving. I mean, you should, it's like ignoring a DNR. Yeah. Like, it's not ethical.
1: I mean, it's you know, it's just like what we were talking about last week with the uh, the bones thing of like mm-hmm. uh, the, it reaches a point where the characters are making moral choices that I don't think are supported, and, but the show is like this is the moral choice and they're doing the right thing. Um, it's just uh, it's just tough to stay on board with it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where I'm feeling on Isabel's. Is I feel like the show is like, look, she's a badass and she's ready to fight, and I'm like but I don't, that's, I'm not, I'm not there. Yeah. Um, I'm Okay. Is there anything else we didn't cover flashbacks to little kids was cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, and this is more just me wishing the show was doing different things. (laughs) I wish the flashback to the 21st birthday was more about Max and Michael and less about Isabel. Yeah. Cause if the, I guess, yeah, the most compelling things in the flashbacks to me was about the two of them and their dynamic, not about Isabel playing mediator to their dynamic.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's especially, what we've
0: seen in modern times. Yeah, types.
1: especially when the first scene, the most compelling of the flashbacks, is just like showing us the simplicity of their dynamic by making them kids and by making... Yep. Uh, you know, uh, just by making Michael like angry and scared, and uh, mm-hmm. Max being like, uh, "Thank you for being mad at me. It means you're acknowledging me. Um, let's stay in each other's lives." Like it's the sweetest, simplest thing. Yeah. Um. And like, if the rest of that had just been built, if the rest of the flashbacks had just been built on that structure, um, then I feel like everything here is is cleaned up. Um. And then. And then it would still have to be Michael v. Max at the end instead of, instead of Isabel Because that just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm saying, and I love, I really have liked Isabel this season. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I don't want more, but like, I kind of want Is- Max and Michael to be one to be fighting in Michael's hellscape. I'm sorry, yeah. in Max's hellscape. And I want Max to be saying, I've been pushed, you've been pushing me away your whole life. And now I'm finally saying go and you won't go. Like yeah. that is really compelling to me. But instead it's like brother and sister who always loved each other saying I love you. It's like, yeah, no. I know. We know. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, and that's not even really fair because I liked Tuxedo Max. Remember Tuxedo Max?
1: I uh, yeah. I liked Tuxedo I Max too. Tuxedo
0: Max and Isabel. That was fun to watch.
1: Um it's also uh <sighs> I understand why we've been seeing like visions of Max um, and like flashbacks and stuff. But how mm. cool and impactful would it have been if we haven't if we hadn't seen Max in the last five episodes? If that actor just wasn't yeah. on the show, and then when he wakes up at the very end is like the first time that we actually get to see him again.
2: That how cool would that have been?
1: Cool.
0: Especially if and I, and maybe I don't know if we're going. The like Buffy season six route, but like if they brought him back to life and he was like, dudes, I was at peace. I don't, didn't want you to, I didn't ask anyone to bring me back to life. Yeah. I died. I was good with being dead. I died a good death. I was happy to have died the way I did. And now you're forcing me to live this life. You want me to be grateful? I mean, we still might get all that stuff.
1: (laughs) Right. That that could still happen. (laughs)
0: That could still happen i don't know man i <sighs> i guess i kind of want to get on the other side of max coming back to life that's yeah, where i'm too. feeling now on this show it's like uh, yeah let's, we've... Get, let's get there let's get yeah. there let's get to the next thing and also and maybe i'm the only person who the multiple times that i watched the first season the whole thing where noah's like they're gonna come for you for the ascension that's what I thought this was all about. And so I'm a little <laughs> bit too like, can we get back to the Ascension? Can we get back to other aliens and Ascension talk?
1: Because like how cool, that's that was my... Uh... My thought when uh he was telling Rosa like don't whatever you whatever you do don't let them uh bring me back was that somehow uh Max coming back online was going to like alert the aliens as to like where they were or something.
0: Yeah, I was like Alien War Alien, alien War, war.
1: <laughs> and, and like, maybe if, we'll
0: still get one. Maybe but I was we like, will. <laughs> but that's more than like I'm scared. I've absorbed bad vibes.
1: I don't. Yeah, negative energy, man. <laughs>
0: we're all steeped in negative energy and that's i'm also because i was thinking about that before we started recording this like earlier today i was like are we just gonna am i gonna just complain about tv (laughs) now like am i just because i'm lonely and in quarantine and i can't see my friends in real life and i can't go to the grocery store without being scared is that like my new i'm just gonna not like things i used to like
1: Look, we're gonna go through phases of that definitely being okay. <laughs> definitely being true, and that <laughs> is gonna suck. But it's also the way of it. Uh, All right.
0: Well, <laughs> I guess we'll come back next week talk more.
1: <laughs> I'll see you next week, Ryan.
0: Thank you for listening. To Welcome back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.